The debate in India has led some in the South Asian community here in the U.S. to open up about another related topic, and that is how sexual violence is sometimes exported to America. The world's Monica Campbell has that story. Samina Masood remembers certain childhood moments far too well, when she was a girl in Pakistan raised by her Indian family. Relatives would visit her home, and some paid too much attention to her. Even though I was part of an educated family, I had to suffer through a lot of sexual exploitation as a young child at the hands of male relatives. And it was taboo to talk about it or even acknowledge it, leave alone ask for legal or social or psychological help for it. Masood eventually left Pakistan, studied abroad, and now works in San Francisco as a therapist. And one of the reasons I started studying psychology to become a therapist was I never had a therapist to talk to. And when I tried to broach the subject of my sexual abuse with my family, it was such an awkward conversation and it caused so much pain and dishevel that you were taught that the best way is to just close your eyes and close your ears and not say a word and suffer through it. Masood has worked for years with South Asian women facing sexual and domestic abuse, including at San Francisco's Asian Women's Shelter. The shelter is in an undisclosed location. Reporters aren't allowed to visit. There have been threats against the women living there. Advocates stress that women seeking shelter at Asian crisis centers like this are like women fleeing domestic violence anywhere. But they also know that South Asian immigrants face particular challenges. We're at Maitri, a nonprofit in the Bay Area focused on South Asians, domestic abuse, and cultural alienation. It's located in an office park. There's no sign outside, and there's a separate entrance for clients. Sonia Palea runs Maitri. This is the hotline. Absolutely, please come in. Palea says South Asian cultural norms coupled with immigration complications can leave some women feeling trapped. In a scenario common in Silicon Valley, a South Asian woman joins her husband who already works here. She holds an H-4 or dependent visa, which means she's not allowed to get a paying job. It can be isolating. When there are problems is when the challenge starts happening. When marriages fail or turn abusive, Immigrant women can worry about their visas or deportation. And sometimes there's the shame and stigma of a failed marriage. We would have young women call us and say, I'll kill myself here, but I won't go back. The families are being told, well, you must have done something to deserve this. You know, there must be something defective with your daughter. We find many times the the violence is orchestrated long distance. And abuse cuts across class lines. Pelea says it's not just poor, uneducated women who face it. It happens to women who are physicians, who are um, nurses, who are engineers, who are highly educated. But I think societal pressure is the key denominator here. Maitri's hotline gets thousands of calls a year from immigrant women seeking help. The group assists them in finding jobs, apartments, transportation, and immigration lawyers. In some cases, attorneys file Freedom of Information Act requests to recover paperwork from husbands who can hide documents. Still, Palea says things are starting to change. When we first started doing outreach, when I joined the agency 19 years ago, I could spend an entire day in a crowd of 5,000 people and not one person would come by. 
Uh, you know, it was considered that we were making much ado about stuff that should be fixed and solved within the family. She says now, women come in asking about their rights. Bells rang at a Hindu temple in the Bay Area during one of several vigils following the December gang rape in India. Preeti Shaker, a young Indian immigrant, organized the first vigil. She runs Narika, a group focused on domestic violence and South Asians. Shaker says that since the rape in India, calls to Narika's hotlines have gone up. And like many Indian Americans, she says there have been some tough conversations at home. I had this very challenging conversation with some of my family members who were like, why are Indian men violent? You know, And I'm like, men are violent everywhere. It's not Indian men. It's not unique. We are all parts of this system where we sometimes willingly or unwillingly have embraced a lot of these um, regressive notions of women. Shaker embraces discussions like this. In fact, she's working with other activists here to hold a large public discussion about gender violence in the South Asian community next month. For The World, I'm Monica Campbell, San Francisco. And you can find an additional Indian-American perspective on this complex story. We've posted an editorial by New America Media's Vijay Sundaram. That's at theworld.org.